welcome to Backlog Dialogues, the podcast where we take you out of your backlog before it buries you. I'm John, and joining me as always are the Diz and Armored Ventus Nightmare to my Julius. Honestly, this time you got the short stick. You're about to be Disney vaulted. I know, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm Jared. <laughs> and I'm Matt. Well, actually, did I get the short end of the stick? One of you has to be Diz. Hmm. Yeah, true. but I, I had to voice him for a whole game and a half so far, so I, I, I kind Valid. of accepted that. Valid. <laughs> We are in the final episode of Dream Drop Distance, and you know what that means. It's completion time. Also know this, John loses it. Yeah, this was a bit of a mistake, we'll say. <laughs> Kingdom Hearts was a mistake. Well, that didn't validate, no. validate us completely. No, Kingdom Hearts was not a mistake. But whoever designed completion, specifically Birth by Sleep and Dream Drop Distance, I feel like designed it from an anti-completionist mindset. <laughs> where the designed intent was, you shouldn't actually want to do this. Why the fuck are you doing this? Stop doing this. Of course I did it. You cleared all those mushrooms. That pissed me off, so I'm going to make you suffer. <laughs> first things first, let's talk about spirits. It's something that we kind of glossed over throughout the main game, because, so as I was playing this game, I had a really silly idea. Because the spirits are like Pokemon, and you can make nicknames for all of them, I decided I was going to nickname each spirit a name from one of the future projects we intend to do. Because there's nothing like inside jokes. The audience doesn't get to really try that engagement. For the audience's reference, at this point, the three series that we have in mind are When They Cry, Legend of Heroes Trails, and One Piece. <laughs> All three of those are fair game. I'll let you guess which one had the most of the ones that I picked. Reserve the increasing madness of our plans as we go. Yes. yes. <laughs> so, yeah, and I'm just going to say, like, uh, sidebar listeners, Kingdom Hearts is the easy one of those four. <laughs> <laughs> so let's get started on the spirits and let's explain the game. First of all, I've nicknamed each of these spirits a name from one of those three games. In the case of late stage Legend of Heroes, I'll probably just tell you what it is and who that character is so that you can like kind of appreciate it. Because unlike the other projects, I know pretty much nothing of Legends of Heroes. I'm completely. Yeah, I'm dark. about I'm about half, maybe a third of the way through the series at this point. Yeah, you're. We're in the middle of Trails uh, from Zero for Matt. Yeah, we're all pretty caught up in When They Cry to revisit later, and One Piece. I'm solidly uh, tied with John and Matt's behind. Yeah, yeah. Um, Matt will probably get a good amount of them, but some of the ones from Wano Arc, Matt will not get. Yeah, I'm before Whole Cake Island on One Piece. So this is going to take a bit. Let's get started. The first spirit that you get access to in the game is a Meow Wow. What would you describe this guy as? A fat little dog with Pikachu ears. It looks it has a cat face because it kind of has the, you know, yeah. the Garfield face on it. Yeah, it's like a weird little balloon cat dog. Like the the bulbous cheeks looking thing, and for some reason, a little a little flared uh, circle tail and a, and a unicorn horn over it and cross eyes, like literal crosses. Yes. What what series did I take this name from, and what name did I give it? Well, you've already told me this one's when they cry. Yeah. Yeah, I'm figuring you just changed it very slightly and called it a meow wolf. I did not. Oh wow, Jared's guess. Uh, what is the exact name? It is a Wanyadora, isn't it? I did, not that. Mm. Final guess. Karopi. Did you yes, call it? I know that's a frog. Yeah. Did Did you call it uh, Karopoyo? No, <laughs> I named it Sakutaro because fucking hell, it's Sakutaro. Damn it. Oh, I Jesus. suppose it looks like Sakutaro, doesn't it? At least the dolphin of Sakutaro. 
I kind mean, of, yes. uh, okay. I, uh, okay. I, I can kind of see it. Next up on this list that we have, Thomas Sheep. Uh, you named it Mary. Let us backpedal and describe it first. So we got this round ball. It has a facial coloration, which is in the shape of a Dragon Quest slime for some reason. Mm-hmm. Its bottom is sort of bluish gray purple. It, ha- it has like a, a white hair topping, rainbow horns sticking out, and four super tiny together feet. Yep. Yes. It's a it's a very much a cartoony little cute sheep, obviously. Yep. That's also, this is it. a bad Japanese pun because this is a ball sheep. There's going to be a lot of interesting Japanese puns here. Tama means ball. Oh right. Nope. So literally, is that okay? I mean, is that oh. a pun or just a is that a pun or just a description? I think they're just like not translating a lot of the Japanese puns. <laughs> okay, so Tama Sheep, which series was it from? What did I name it? I'm betting you named it Mary from One Piece. No. Oh. Hmm. Matt. I'm not sure. I'm trying to think of somebody that has like the curly cinnamon roll hairs on the sides of their heads, but I'm not coming up with anything at the moment. Oh, you didn't call it Princess Leia, so. <laughs> Yeah. Oh. oh, did you name it the Wolves and Sheep Puzzle because of Umineko? <laughs> I would not name it something like that. I would name it a character. <laughs> gotcha. I'm I'm drawing a blank on this one. My sheep to God. Oh no. Yes, the name is from When They Cry. I named it Shannon. Oof. For okay. One, for one very specific reason. Mm. The one that I named it, bef- the one that I made right before it was a Prickle Mane. Let's talk about Prickle Mane before we get to the others. This is yeah. right, pr- Prickle Mane. So what if a what if a lion's mane gained sentience and turned into just sort of the uh, the beast from those honeycomb commercials? <laughs> I mean, wow. what was it? What was it? The craving? It is a hedgehog with a very long tail with very spiky mace end. Yeah, but by hedgehog we mean it's a big it's a big spiky ball with ears and paws sticking out of the top and bottom and like a little lion face. Yep, it looks kind of like if. If a Gordo had paws and a tail, yeah. a Gordo from Kirby. Yeah, yeah. And so it has an ankylosaur tail, too. Yep. What did I name it? I'm assuming so, Canon in context clues. Yeah. Yes. So because Shannon is so nice and bubbly and Canon is the one who's very uh, prickly and off-putting. Mm. I, I, Canon and Shannon. I said, you fed it to me on the context clues there. Let's be honest. Yes, that was yes. that was true. Yes. Uh, Yagi Ram. This one's another Japanese pun because Yagi is sheep or ram. Yep. Or goat. Yep. I'm assuming you call it Ronov. No. Hmm. Oh, no, wait, that's so, but he but he's with he works with all the goats. <laughs> but he is not the goat. Mm. So is this all of the goats? No, it's not all the goats. All of the come on, all of the goats. Let's go. <laughs> what did I name it? Hmm. Hmm. Is it from when they cry? Yes, it is. So you didn't call it Ronove. You didn't call it Butler. You didn't call it Goat Butler. No, <laughs> not call it Goat Butler. Any last guesses? Uh, let's say. Uh, let's say you called it Genji. Nope. No. No. Uh, I, I don't. Know. You got me on that one then. Goda. Oh. Oh. <sighs> God no. damn it. so we're going subpar puns on this then yes (laughs) amazing next up komori bat komori is japanese for bat yep 
it looks like a Draki from Dragon Quest, except with extra patterns, more or less. Yeah, yeah, that's a good description. It also kind of looks like um, it makes you think of it makes you think of Lunala a little bit from from folk Pokemon, the uh, Bat Legendary, just as sort of it's not Pokemon. the same proportions, but it's a style. Pokemon I'm thinking of is uh, Woobat when I look at this one. <laughs> uh, but anyway, what did I name it, and what series? Hmm. I mean, generally, you're just not going to call it Batman, even though Batman is a character in One Piece. <laughs> it's the gifter, Amber. Yes. What did I name it? I'm I'm drawing a blank on this one myself. Yeah, I'm not feeling so clever a here. A lot of these early ones are all from the same series because I started off just with one track mind. Ah. Okay. So with this one, it's probably when they cry. You call it Battler. No. <laughs> How did you not? Because I had another idea. Keiichi for batting? No. That would have been very good. Satoshi, because it's Satoshi. Because it's Satoshi. Oh, yeah. That would have been yes. very good, but no. I was in a As, very one-track mind focusing on just one part of when they cry at this. So you're, so you're in Umineko. Um, I'm not sure if this is a reminds you of that person or something. I named it Rotove. Oh, okay. Why? Just because he's kind of a vamp, kind of vampire-ish, I guess. Yeah, basically. Next up, we have Heavy Rep. Heavy is Japanese for snake. Rep. Yep. It, I don't know where it gets rep, but it is a snake with sneakers. I think it's that's for reptile. Japanese title is Heavy Tokage, by the way. Tokage is reptile, so yeah, Heavy Heavy Rep. So it's Snake Tile is its name. Yeah, yep. pretty much. We're all going to assume they're always candy colored because I'm a little too exhausted to go through their many. Uh, it's a snake things. with legs. Yeah, it's a snake with Jordans, no less. Like, and it's okay. got and it's got thorns all over it. It's got several thorns yeah. in its body, especially because its tail curls into a shape kind of like the like the um, iconic shape from Night Before Christmas on the hill. Yeah, kind of. I name it. Hmm. I hope you're having fun because I am. It's gap. <laughs> Rep the gap. Close, but no. I'm assuming you saved Kumagawa for fish. Uh, do you call this one Jessica? No, I did not. Why, do, why would you go with Jessica? I'm curious. I don't know. I kind of felt like she has the kind of uh, prickly. I don't want anyone. I don't want anyone to uh, get close to me or like me sort of thing going on. So I don't really I really don't see Jessica as that. She's actually extremely desperate for uh, affection. She kind of is. But in uh, that's her public persona, more or less. So, OK, this one is one of my more galaxy brain ones, I will admit. Okay. Oh, boy. Uh, I, wizard. Are we in? The, are we going to go into like side characters, like, like uh, group characters, like the stakes or the justice uh, yes. here? So we're in the stakes. <laughs> Leviathan. Yes. Nice. <laughs> the great, the great, the great beast of the deep. Huh? You got yes. one. <laughs> yep. Very good. Um. Next up on this chart, we have Sir Kairu. Let me go find Sir Kairu down here. Okay, here we go. Is this Carol Poyle? Yeah, yeah, it's Carol Poyle. It's Carol Poyle, yeah. <laughs> So what we have is we took a frog, we gave it little bat wings, and we gave it a sort of weird pickle bat and a lily pad shield. Yeah, a cucumber club and a lily pad shield. How do I delete you? <laughs> <laughs> okay. And also, it has bat wings. Yep. I think Jared said that. Yeah, but. I said we took off Toad, we gave it bat wings, <laughs> yep. okay. and it clearly just thinks it's a knight. Um, Kairu is Japanese for frog. I think we might have covered that in the main season, actually. 
Yep. Well, we I think we complained about fighting the uh, the, well, the or Kairu. Yep, it's secondly yeah. Kairu, but yeah, that's close enough. Next up, one of the non-Japanese pun ones. It's Toximander. Well, its Japanese name is Doku Doku Sancho. <laughs> nice. Doku Doku Sancho. Excellent. Yeah, literally it's just poison. Yeah, isn't this just salamander? Okay. I don't know. Uh, probably. I'd have to look it up. But, um, yeah. It is a very round lizard. Is the best way I'm putting it. Like, its head is huge and round. Its body is huge and round. It's got these stumpy legs. Got like evil eyebrows and like a, a big mouthful of like a flat teeth. Like it's doing a, like it's doing a dumb grin as a heart tail. What did I name it? Mm. Mm. Is this one another one of the group characters? Yes. How long does it take us to get out with it, to get to the other franchises? I will give you give you a heads up that we finally made it to one. <laughs> All right. Which well, this wait. If you knew it was called was Doku what, Doku, maybe? would you have called it Magellan? <laughs> maybe. <laughs> I'm pretty sure we established. Yeah, but I think we, he just established you're in something else. Okay. Well, no, I established that we were in a group one. Oh. Yep. Yeah. Which which stake was gluttony? That's Beelzebub. Yeah. Then I guess Beelzebub. Nope. No, I was wrong. Okay. Jared. This guy smirk grin. I'm going to say you called it Lambda Delta. No, that's not a group I, character. It's a oh right group. I was off that entirely. Um, hmm. Last guess. Mm. Looks like we got a stump here. Yeah. yeah are you keeping score? Uh, not really. I'll probably edit in the score at the end of this. But no, wouldn't you say this guy has a like a sort of lazy attitude about him? He's a slow moving, lazy thing. Yeah, oh, but we suppose. already had Goda. <laughs> well, it's one we of the have, groups. There is a sloth stake. Yeah. So Belphegor is what I want. To yeah. Mm. But Belphegor is a goat. And then I got into second one with better stats. I named it Belphegor the second. Nice. I mean, OK. In Fatal. This looks like a particularly evil fish. Ah, this is our first one that is not from when they cry. Nice. Yo, Raigyo, which apparently literally means tor- torpedo fish. The idea is kind of oh. looks like a, a big, a big muscly piranha. I'm going to say a few things real quick about my naming scheme for the fish. Okay. Matt will be well aware of the fact that there is a certain joke in the, in one of the series that we have mm. that, he, that should probably direct him in that direction. However, he will not get this character anyway, because it's from cold steel. Oh, gotcha. Because of the fishing cult. Oh, gotcha. So he's, <laughs> so he's one of the fishing cult characters. Okay. Fishing cult. Well, so every protagonist in a Legend of Heroes series ends up getting into fishing for some reason or another. And so since this guy is a bit of a uh, tough one, but also might have a little bit of a sad boy attitude to him, I named him Reen after the main character of Trails of Cold Steel. Gotcha. So basically the the reason we call it the fishing cult is because there is a very aggressively recruiting fishing guild across all of the Legend of Heroes games. It's amusing. Uh, next up is Tatsu Steed. It's 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 a uh, it's a seahorse. It has big floppy fin ears and, and bigger fins one do. And its tail's got spikes, but it's a seahorse. The Japanese name is Tatsu Hosu. Yep. Before we move on real quick, there's another one that is related to Tatsu Steed that is called Tatsu Blaze. That is a fire version of that one. I say this because the two names that I picked here are related. I mean, I assume you didn't call it Ponyta because we didn't have Pokemon involved. <laughs> I did not. I'm thinking of Water Horse. I'm just thinking of Axis of Awesome. Hmm. 
So I guess we have a pair of characters who are kind of supposed to be related to each other in some way that are going to be fire and water. Or might even have just sort of like a similar coloration to the two. Uh, so blue and red. Yes, the series. Did you name these Burn and Lambda? I did not. You're really hoping to get, get to that one, huh? You you mentioned you guessed Lambda before. Yeah, but, you know, his very strong reaction makes me back off and wait for a more uh, yeah. clear one on that. Um, well, I'll also say that I actually messed up the colors, I think, looking at this. Oh, no. So the red one should be blue and the blue one should be red. Is it from is this one from One Piece? No. OK. Uh Oh, what did you call you call him Zephyr and Furfur? Yes, I did. Oh, God amazing. Damn it. <laughs> That's a good guess. <laughs> and of course, that means that Zephyr is Tatsu Blaze and Furfur is Tatsu Steed. I got him wrong. Because I mixed the colors wrong. <laughs> yes. So the next one is Neko Cat, which is Cat Cat in. <laughs> Why did they change the spelling? Fun. I don't um, know. Take a smug little, take a smug little Siamese cat, put bells on its ears as well as it, and give it a, and give it a music note for a tail. Yep. Yes. And for some reason, six legs, like it slept in there. Yeah, the six legs is weird. I do not know why it has six legs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is from a Legend of Heroes, but Matt will know this one. Pa. Oh, hmm. Did you call this one? This one's kind of cute, so I gotta try to think. I'm trying to think. You'd probably do a kind of cuter character. You didn't call this one Ren, did you? I did not. Okay. One more guess for you. Uh, I'm going to say... But do you think along the lines of purple? Along the lines of purple, huh? I'm probably doing poorly right now because I'm I'm drawing a blank. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chloe, with a K. Oh, got it. Yes, okay. I'll give you a point there just because uh, Ren was also a good choice. Uh-huh. Um, Okie dokie. Next up here, we have Thunderaf. Man, Japanese name is weird. It's Ida Ten Kirin. Ida Ten Kirin. Well, Kirin is giraffe, obviously, but. And Ida yeah. Ten is a Buddhist figure synonymous with speed. You hear, for some reason, a lot of light novels use it for various things. Interesting. Interesting choice. Well, so, so it's, thund- it's the Thunderaf. You expect it's a giraffe. Got a big old diamond neck plate covering part of it. It's, it's giraffe patterns or hearts. And it has a stylized cloud tail, like the swirl. Yep. What did I name it? You named, oh, I'm assuming you named it Kaku. Yes. We're in One Piece. We're in One Piece territory now, and I have control. Yes. Um, <laughs> not, but I don't know. It's not square enough. Uh, but the name implying speed does give it more of a Kaku vibe anyway. Well, he is a speedster. All right. Next up is Kuma Panda. Did you just call it Kuma? <laughs> Let me find what I did. Bartholomew, perhaps? That's what I was thinking, too. <laughs> it's a it's it's a big, colorful panda with big, with bigger, with like longer paws, with spikes at the end and wearing a tiny little cape that doesn't make it halfway down its back. And it has a symbol on its belly. Well, we the symbols are pretty much always there. Yeah, yeah they, they all have the Dream Eater symbol. Mm. Yep. But I will say this. No, I did not name it that. Mm. It's weird you didn't remember, though. Hmm. I will say that when I made this one, I was still sort of it was still early on when I made it. OK, so you, it's probably a when they cry character of some sort. Let me also say this. You pegged me completely right early on. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I remember you saying that I would name something like this to be this stupid of a pun. 
Oh, oh, what was I thinking at that point? I'm trying to remember. Did I, did I, did I unintentionally stump you with my saying you got it right early? <laughs> no, I, I, I think I, it's on the tip of my tongue, but I'm not going to get it. I don't think at least in a reasonable amount of time. I'm trying to remember what I said that about. Jared, do you have a guess? Uh, I got nothing. Kumasawa, duh. Oh, duh, yes. Oof. <laughs> That's just enough. I am that lame, and I will admit it readily. Yes. And yet, and there's never going to be a chance for mackerel, then. Well, all the fish have to be fisher cult people. See, I thought you were just going to make them fishmen from One Piece. Nope. Yeah, that's that gets uncomfortable in its own way. Yeah. Um, next up is the Pegaslick, which is a Pegasus. It basically is just a stylized, cartoony Pegasus with with her extra Hermes wings on its ankles. Yep, looks like it looks like it could be something out of like uh, alternate universe My Little Pony or something like that. Oh God, I love that. By the way, its Japanese name is great. It's Handsome Pegasus. Oh, nice. There we go. Just the with the word Hansamu. So hilarious. Just I love it. This, this guy thinks he's hot. So this is a character neither of you will get. Uh, so I'm not even going to ask you to guess. It's a from later trails, there is a uh, female antagonist, not main major antagonist, just sort of like one of the uh, lower mooks called Duvali, who is sort of a, a speedster Valkyrie type. So I figured, hey, that seems perfect for Pegaslick. I'll do that. OK, got it. Next up is Ice Gwen Ace. Kuzan. What now? Kuzan. Nope. Aokiji is his other name then. Nope. <laughs> oh, I'm shocked. I mean- Japanese name, Aisu Penguin. I would have gone right for Aokiji. <laughs> well, again, this was one of those that I ba- made pretty early on, so I was still completely in When They Cry Land. Gotcha. Anyway, it is a penguin with a puffy bubble neckband and aviator goggles. And though I'm not mentioning the colors, it has a distinct rainbow pattern to the feathers on the fridge of its wings, so it's a little, it at least sticks out a little there. Yep. It kind of has this... Uh, Posture Avi- where it's sticking its tummy out a lot. And honestly, between its back coloration and the puffy neck, it's very aviator, like fur lined aviator yeah. jacket look. Yeah. Yep. Okay, so this one's probably a when they cry one. Hmm. I'll also say we are now out of Umineko for here. Okay. Gotcha. I guess technically we're out of Umineko for uh for Karapoyo, but I think I heard a, I think I heard a cat suggesting something. Yes, there there's a cat being uh, annoying in the background. I will just say this. The cat got it wrong. <laughs> well, it's not me. Meow- <laughs> are we in Siconia then? Yes, we are in Siconia. <laughs> OK, so well, it's not Wolf because only I call that character Wolf. So I'm trying to think of, of who you would associate with a uh, with a kind of penguin like this. A real cocky penguin. Real yes. attitude about him. At least one of the characters in Kikunia has aviator goggles, doesn't they? Yeah, but this one doesn't. Oh, gotcha. I don't know why he makes me think of a penguin. Is all I will say. Hmm. I mean, thinking cocky characters, it kind of brings me to Jaden. Yep. Yep. That's what I what I was going for too. Yeah, I'll give you both a point for that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Matt could just say, "Yeah, I thought of that too," and he gets points. no. I, I that's that's where my direction was going, but you you went first. Okay, so the next one is Peepsta Who, which is a weird little owl thing. Ganmi Fukuro, staring owl. Uh oh. Did you name it Fukuro? I did not. Oh, it would have been so perfect. You could call it Zipper Mouth. I know, right? But uh, I was in. I was still in When They Cry Land here. (laughs) 
owl and when they cry, then. Or someone with an owl-like demeanor. Hmm. Not like actual owls, sort of like the idea of what owls... Dobby crashing in the shit. Yep. <laughs> Sorry, John, I have very little illusion. I have very little illusions about owl intelligence. I know, right? What did I name this owl? Hmm. Hmm. I'm going to guess that you named this one Featherine. Close, but no. <laughs> On you? Close, but no. <laughs> you, uh? No. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that one got a lot harsher. Very colder. Uh, did you call this one Rika, then? No. No. Last guess. I don't know. Probably getting further away. Yeah. Virgilia. Oh, okay. Mm. Got it. Okay. I can see it. Next up, we have Escar Glow. Tell me you call the Foxy. I did not. Damn it. I feel like I'm going to have a better ones here. That's a good one. Yeah, it is a snail with these big old eyes. Its name is Denden Cargo in, in Japanese, as you might expect. Denden Cargo. Nice. Mixture of escargot and also Denden has the electricity element, too. Yes. Cargo space. Cargo do that. Cargo do that. Cargo fly. Anyway, uh, what did I name it? I mean, are we in one piece for this one? No, we are not. Mm. We're back in Wither Cry. This is another Galaxy Brain one. So if it's a Galaxy Brain one, hmm. I don't know. I'm going to pass on this one. I named it Chloe with a CH. Note the spelling. Kikania reference. Got it. So yes, I had two spirits named Chloe, each with different spellings. (laughs) I don't don't get the connection myself, I don't think. I don't know what I was thinking either. Okay. (laughs) Right. There we go. Sometimes it's like that. K.O. Kabuto. What happens if a hair across has extra spikes? That's what we got here. Yes, it's a kabutomushi. It's the uh, it's yep. a, it's a big, strong beetle type thing. Yeah, big, strong, tough. That'll get this. Jared won't. All right, speed it up then. Do you call this one agate? Yes, I did. <laughs> agate being the big, great sword wielding uh, bracer from Trails in the Sky. Yes. All right. Wee flower is a flower. Yes, it, kind it of is. looks like a. Like a Bellossum from Pokemon, but uh, yep. instead of having the full on skirt, it just has like a bulb that it's coming out of. Which is heart shaped, of course, because a lot of dreamier stuff is hearts. Yep. Yes. Yeah, it's a flower. What did I name it? Hmm. Hmm. You call it Rika because she's in Naraku no Hana. No. <laughs> That's more Galaxy Brain than I was thinking here, actually. Damn, I'm actually getting out of here. <laughs> is this one. Oh, gosh, I'm 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 kind of drawing a blank here. I was trying to associate somebody with flowers, but I'm not coming to it. No guesses. Nope. Ooh, ooh, it's Maria. Okay. I'm really not seeing it. And then I made an A rank one and I named it Maria, all caps. Excellent. All right. The whole logic, of course, is Maria's rose. Simple as that. Yep. Got it. All right. Ghost of Baki. It is a ghost with fork and knife. Yep. And it's a yeah, tongue because it's hungry. It's also wearing a little uh, sleeper's cap. Japanese name Obake Ghost. So Ghost Ghost. I'm going to pair it with. I, is it a rare spirit? No, it is not a rare spirit. It is just a, another ghost. Uh, the Jestabaki, because I made a Jestabaki before this one and the two names are connected. How do you not call that buggy? Uh, because I was still in When They Cry Land when I got the Jestabaki. <laughs> the two names are related. Uh oh. Okay, so I'm trying to think if there's if if one of them is a. Do you call it Jestress? No, I did not. Yeah, call it Jestress. Come on, I man. did not. 
Where is the Jestabaki? I'm going to say this isn't a ghost. Yeah, no, I'm. I'm no, this but Jestabaki is a jester. Anyway, Baki is Japanese for ghost, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Bake, right? so, are we not in the uh, glut, back to gluttony option of Beelzebub? Hmm. No, it's not that kind of grouping. <sighs> hmm. You've said these names before as well. Oh, no. Uh, that makes it worse. Yeah, the last hint I'll give is that Jessabaki was one that I named first and Ghostabaki came later. And I was like, OK, I've got to name it this because I named Jessabaki this. I don't know. I'm I'm drawing a blank. Jessabaki is Hanyu. Ghostabaki is Yua. Excellent. That's okay. that's really rough on Hanyu to make her a jester ghost. Eh. Yes. Uh, next up, we have Zolophant. Which is another Japanese pun because Zo is elephant. Yep. I mean, Zo is island. <laughs> <laughs> do you call it Zoe or do you call it Funk Freed? Neither. You know, I feel like I've come up with great association with you telling close. me you're giving me nothing, man. You are close, dude. You do, didn't use the actual name, though. You call it, okay. Oh, it's Zunisha. Yes. Zunisha, the, the elephant that is Zoe. Yes. Okay. Amusing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Why name an elephant after a giant elephant? Yep. Jungle Pop. This is if they had a worse design for. Uh, what you call it? Uh, what's it's the a Poplio? Poplio, yeah. It's a seal with a beach ball, and for yes. some reason appears to be wearing a spandex outfit with a bow tie. Yes. yes. What did I name it? I'm just thinking of the Kung Fu Dugongs from a One Piece. <laughs> that would have been fun, but I don't know if I had enough space for one and two. Mm. No, not that. <laughs> I'm going to focus on what it's wearing. A bow tie. That was the entire thought process that I had when I named this one. Oh, boy. I'm not sure if there's any When They Cry characters that have a bow tie. So it's probably not that. I mean, I know one character that wears a ribbon like a bow tie, but if you call the Erica, I'm very disappointed. No, I did not. <laughs> or right, or Reyna has her big old ascot. Nope. <laughs> She'd be conflicted about wanting to take herself home. You're wrong, by the way. There is one When They Cry character that has a bow tie. Mm. Oh, a Shika juggler. This is Japanese name. A Sheikah juggler? Mm-hmm. I believe the Sheikah just means sea lion. Got it. Uh, I don't know. Genji! Okay, yeah, he does wear a bow tie, doesn't he? Yes. Yes. You're very undignified to some of these guys. Yes. That was the point of this. This next one, I actually like the pun in this name. It's the Halbird. Halbird! Yes. Yeah, his name, Narubird. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently it's before Narcissist. So it's what if Skarmory. Yeah, what if Scarberry? Yes. That's a pretty good way of putting it. It is a very blady bird. Bit more hawky, but yeah, I guess I thought it was a griffin at first, but no, that's its tail behind it. Matt, what did I name it? Jared will not get this. Hmm. Oh, I'm going to guess that you named this. Gosh, what's his name? The guy who's known as the god of wind, the 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 bracer to beat in the in the crossbell branch. So that's Arios. No, I did not name him that, but I did. Okay. But it is from zero. Okay. Hmm. Think of the name. Yeah, that's got to be uh uh what's the name? Red haired guy. Randy. Uh, Randy, yes. Yep, yep. You call it Randy. Mm-hmm. Yep. Randy is a uh tall guy with a big old gun halberd. Yep. Yep, he has a gun halberd that does shell stuff when you hit somebody with it. Mm-hmm. Staggerceps. 
Now this one we've gone from the we've gone from the Hercules Beetle to the Stag Beetle, so it's the Has, yep. it's the Hasami Kuagata, of course, <laughs> and very much is a somewhat demented Stag Beetle with with four legs and kind yes. of has like a little cannon in its chest, to be honest. Yeah, it kind of. And, does. and and the big mandibles, as you might expect. Yep. I was not thinking about the cannon when when I named this one. I thought it looked like a big old grappler. Matt, what did I name it? A big old grappler, huh? I'm trying to think who's the the grappler character in the big old grappler character in When They Cry. I specifically am asking you, Matt, because it's not from When yeah. They Cry. Yeah, if he if he cuts me out, it's almost certainly Legend Heroes. Sorry, no, I meant the big old grappler from uh from Trails. By the way, I'm using vague uh, Google search to see if I can come up with a guess before Matt does those happens. It might as well be doing something. Go for it. Yes. What do you got? Well, nothing so far. I'm hunting. <laughs> gotcha. I was just telling you that's been my one of these times I'm going to suddenly come out with one. You'll be shocked. I want to let you know it was <laughs> nice. The big old grappler character from Trails. Trails in the Sky specifically. Uh, Trails in the Sky specifically. Got it. Um, It's okay if you don't remember his name that well. Uh, yeah, I, I don't think he's a he's a, a group member. Oh, he is. Oh, he is. He's in the party. Gosh, there's just so many characters by the time you get to th- the third, though. Oh, yeah. <laughs> But it is a character from the from uh, Sky FC. Well, I've come up with Zin so far. That's it. Oh, that's I win. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good that's a good one. Yep. You gave me more than enough details. I just went to TV Tropes character list for Estelle's party. Just went down. Yes. Nice. Zin would be the one. Yep. Yep. He kind of looks like if Faye from Zito gears got a little roided. Yeah, mm. that's a good description. <laughs> Next up is Fish Bonet. You well. say it's Bonet because there's an accent over the E. Yes, it is a skeleton fish. Yes. So do I know this one? Yes. By the way, Hone, by the way, Hone Fishu. Yep. Bonefish. Yep. I'm going to guess that this is the I'm drawing a blank on his name, but the the famous fisherman that we meet before the fishing cult. We join the fishing cult. Um, um, oh, it's uh, who you call him. Uh, he has the same name as the as the Trails from Zero character. Uh, Lloyd. Yeah, you got it. Mm. It is Lloyd. Though I, my thinking was the main character of Trails from Zero. <laughs> yep. Who, who does happen to share a name of the member of the fishing cult. Yes. <laughs> okay. Flower Meow. We pumped up one of the Meow Wolves and we turned its tail into a flower. Yep. Yep. This one has a slightly bigger horn, I think, too. Honestly, I'd say it's not any different. Yep. I've got a flower for a tail. That's kind of different. Yep, I meant that. I said I think the horn's about the same, and scale's yeah. a little different. I really yeah. don't think like, the other yeah. proportions are that different. What did yeah. I name it? So, what was the name for Meow Wow again? Uh, that was Sakutaro. These names are unrelated. Oh, unrelated. Okay. Well, he hasn't cut me out of the conversation, so probably not trails. I don't know. Did he call it Luchi? Uh, I did not. He's a big cat. Yep, there's a better <laughs> name. There's a better one in here for that one. So I'm in the right franchise. You're not. Nope. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <sighs> nope. I'm trying to think of what what would uh, give us the flower. So you haven't cut me out, so. <laughs> it's probably when they cry somewhere. Mm-hmm. I'm going to guess. Gosh, I'm trying to think of who has any association with flowers other than ones we've mentioned already. The flower had no basis in my naming this character. Oh, OK, so you call it a big fat cat. I do not. Did you call it Burn Castle? <laughs> I did not. Though I will say, some bit of theory crafting might connect this character to that character. If you oh, like, no. go really galaxy oh, brain. No. So that should give you a hint into where and when they cry were at. 
character connection. We go really galaxy brained, huh? So it can't be it can't be the obvious connections. I don't know. Is it uh also think about how many cats there are in Kikania. Yeah, yeah, that's why I was thinking. <laughs> is it uh is it Koshka? Yes it is. Got it. That's exactly what I was thinking. I mean, it's been so long. I'm having a hard time remembering characters from Kikonia anymore. Yeah, yeah. The names are a little bit hard. I, I know the faces more than the names. Yep. Oh, I no, not yet. <laughs> <laughs> Cyber Yog. It is a robotic ram. Yes. Though it looks kind of robotic in the sense of... Frankie. Of... Yeah, Jared got it right away. <laughs> wow, nice. <laughs> Next time, don't emphasize one of the most obvious things we call Yagi, Sa- Yagi Saiba. <laughs> yep. Saiba. Nice. Then we have the Chef Kairu, which is uh, the same as the Sir Kairu, except it has a, a, a pan and a lid. My question to John, did you hate this, this thing? Define hate. Well, if you call, you wouldn't have called it Wanze unless you hated it. So that's my first guess. I did not hate this thing, but I did not use it much. All right. Is so it Sanji? It? No. That's too easy. I mean, we've already had the magical Gota chef, so that's not going to yes. happen. I will say this because I already picked the name Gota. I couldn't name it for this one. Yes. Well, and you were on the right track with another thing. I was. I think Matt was. I said Sanji. No, no, no. Uh, oh, you were on the right track way earlier on when we were talking oh. about another one. Oh, uh, gotcha. So I was going to call it Zeph. Nope. <laughs> Sanji <laughs> would have been a good choice. I wish I had thought of it. <laughs> Nah, I'm out. Matt, last chance. I'm trying to think of what I guess for Sir Kairu, but I'm that's not coming to me, so I'm going. It was not for Sir Kairu. Okay, but it's close. So I'm going to pass. Uh, that's the one I named Belzebub. No. Okay, got it. Then we Lord. have Lord Kairu. Kairu Ochi, <laughs> the most dignified of all of the frogs. Yes. Kairu or Ochi. <laughs> yep, it is like Sir Kairu, but it has an actual sword rather than a pickle and a crown. And an actual shield of some sort. It just kind of looks like a smug jerk. Yep, this one made it into my final party. Uh, mm-hmm. Neither of you will get the name. Um, Oof. Okay. The so late trails then? Um, Mid trails. Ariane Road, who is the strongest swordswoman in the world. Got it. Let's see. Then we skip ahead Tatsu Blaze, which we've already covered. Yep, Electricorn. Eriki Unicorn. <laughs> It is an electric unicorn, yes. It has it is covered with spikes. Yep. In all your electrical zigzags, you might expect very stylized, of course. Yes. Yep. This is one that another one you're not going to get. I, I named this one Ines, which is uh, one of Duvali's allies. So because I made Pegaslick and named it Duvali, I named this one Ines. Gotcha. Mm. Whoa, flower. Waru flower. It is a very sad flower with thorns. I'd say it's kind of it, angry. It's the Waluigi flower. It's even purple like him. Yep. Yeah. What did I name it? Mm. Uh, well, we've already had Maria for the first flower. Is that is that going to be the right path to take here? Think about it. Got thorn horns. You, you said that one you've named in all caps. So this one is going to be uh, Ava Beatrice. No. True. On the right track, though. Ange Beatrice. Or, no. or sorry, Rosa, 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 then. Yep. Okay. Mm, oof. There is no Rosa Tris. That is a debunked theory. Yes. <laughs> Maybe you are mocking it. <laughs> Next up is Eaglider. Taka Eagle. So it's Hawk Eagle. Yes. Okay. 
Yep, it is a big yellow eagle. And this is one that's worth noting. Well, it is obviously it does have a lot of grid stylization to it. Is is there first? Mm-hmm. No, it's not Pell, probably. One might even say it's a golden eagle. Kinzo, then? Yes. Okay. <laughs> <Corbeatrice>. No. Beatrice! <laughs> Sorry. Excellent. The Mimi Bunny. Mimi is Japanese. Is Mimi as well. So. Ear, yeah. Mimi is ear. Yeah, it, it, it's Terriermon. No, it's not. <laughs> We're not doing Digimon on this series. <laughs> but it sure looks like it, doesn't it? Yeah, it looks like a Terrier Mine. You're absolutely right. I remember I'm trying, to give at least, I'm trying to get at least small descriptions here. I mean, this yeah, is going way long, but... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hopefully the rest of completion won't take that long. Mm. We're having fun. We're doing this <laughs> to fun. eat time. Yeah, it's fun. I like this. Is this is the way the sucker punches Sora when Pete knocks out Mickey. Nice. Yes. Also has heart eyes. So, mm. it's a rabbit. What is it? What did I name it? Uh, Carrots. Nope. No. That one would have been too easy. I'm going to guess this is uh, the Chester sister with blue hair. Uh, but the problem is they're numbers. Yeah, yeah they, I'm I'm forgetting. I think that's Chester. Uh, is it uh, 50, 50 or something like that? The listed numbers are 0, 0, 4, 10 and 45. And I think 556 oh, five, is the dead one. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So I'm going to say 45, uh, 45. Yes, it is Chester 45. I think it's 45 is kind of the seri- the more serious attempting one. Mm-hmm. I mean, 410, uh, is the, is 410 is the troll. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I t- technically broke my rules for this next one. Drill side, it's a, a rhino with a drill for a horn. And yes. It spikes on the sides, and it kind of has like a camely hump, too. Dorilsai. This is an exception. It is not from one of the three series. Oh, no. Well, now you've just classed as a drift. Thanks. <laughs> you still will be able to guess the season. Did you guess it, Rhyhorn? Jared. Yo. What would I name a thing like this? <laughs> what, name a, what would you name a rhino? What would I name a rhino that is classified as a drill side? Kamina. Oh, <laughs> it's Simon. Or Simon. Yes, it is Simon. <laughs> Got it. I just figured he's not bit, he's not burly enough to get the uh, to get the the rhino. Yeah, the rhino, it. yeah. It's the drill and and sigh. Yeah. yeah, got it. The drill. The drill is his soul. Yeah. Yep. Ooh, the sigh is a good pull too. I wasn't even thinking of that. Yep. Sigh <laughs> is Japanese for rhino. Tyranto <laughs> Rex. Boken Rex. Bokun Rex. Yep. It is a giant T Rex. I'm pretty sure this was in my final party. Drake. Yep. X Drake. Yes. <laughs> even though he, even though I'm pretty sure he's a uh, he's actually he's not a T-Rex. Magic Lappin. More rabbits. It's another rabbit. It's a very magical rabbit. And it, what, basically what makes it magic is that its ears have little diamond shapes on it. And it kind of has a little robe on. Yes. What did I name it? So, so is this another Chester sister? Is this Chester double O? It is not double O. OK, then it's probably 410. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Moving right along, Sarah Terror is a Triceratops. Jared, what uh, did the, I name it? <laughs> the shit. What's that one's name? <laughs> give me a second. Give me a second. It is fuck. It's Sasaki, isn't it? Yes, it's Sasaki. <laughs> Does it fly like he does? 
<laughs> he does not fly like he does, sadly. <laughs> I can't wait to talk about Oda's idea of how dinosaurs work. His idea of dinosaurs work is I can say what how dinosaurs work and you technically can't prove me wrong. Yes. <laughs> also, my world's different. So who cares? Yep. Sunokeratops, by the way. <laughs> cool. Skelter Wild. It is a skeleton T-Rex. Yes, this looks like basically the Tyranto Rex as a Draco Lich, more or less. Yep. Oh my god, this Japanese name. What is it? Oh. Bonsu B. Warudo. Wow! That's <laughs> Bonsu amazing. Bonsu B. Wild. <laughs> wow. Anyway, anyway, this thing is a big angry fucker and killed me a lot of times. <laughs> what am I call it? The ultimate evil. Did you call it Burn oh, Castle? I did not. <laughs> Uh, is this is this one outside my knowledge? No, it's not. Mm. Is this one in in when they cry? Yes, it is. Did you call it? Did you call it uh, Takano then? Uh, I gave it. I gave you very specific hints right there. You call yeah, it the me. ultimate evil. Yes. One last hint. It's one of the stakes. Oh. Hmm. Lucifer. I also said it's very angry. Oh, angry. Uh, oh, that's Satan. Yes. Yep. <laughs> Excellent. Yep. yep. Got it. Ducky Goose is a horrible thing. It is. It is a duck head on an egg with a mouth. Yeah. Big old tongue protruding from the middle. It's just it's like a nightmare version of, of ducking from uh, from Monster Rancher. Yep. <laughs> Neither of you will get this one. Uh, I named it Crow after a character from Trails and Cold Steel. I fear to meet this character. <laughs> Next up, Aura Lion. It is a lion. Maybe it's a lion. Maybe it's a lion. <laughs> what did I name it? By the way, Japanese name was Haraguchi Ahiro for the for the last bird. Haraguchi means belly mouth, and that makes you uncomfortable. Oh no! Yes, thousand sunny. Boy, that would have been a good choice. Or at least sunny, <laughs> you know. Yes. This one is I feel like I'm my beating you here, man. This is one of my stupidest names on this list Uh-oh. because it's so stupidly obvious. Well, you already used Sakataro. Correct. Mm. I mean, technically, technically, Leon is a fi- is a Kingdom Hearts character. Um, well, Do you call it Shiki. Yeah, I, I'm going to give it to Matt because he said it. It's Leon. Spelled L-I-O-N. Oh, God. you called it. Li- <laughs> you called it Lion. Yes. Were you, no, were you, I called it. I called it were Leon. You tired. Were you tired? <laughs> I called it Leon. <laughs> got it okay we'll we'll move on that the Ryu dragon is the worst name i know no damn it okay this one also made my final party i'm very happy with this one pretty sure i couldn't be bothered to even find one of these it's a bit galaxy brain but not so much that you wouldn't be able to figure it out by thinking about things a little bit mm. it is when they cry think about where ryukishi picked his pen name Okay, I I was get going to guess Keiichi, but I'm not sure about that. It is not that. Um, uh, where did he pick his name? Uh oh. I I know where where it came from. Uh, Rikishi picked his name based off of uh, it's it's a dragoon from Final Fantasy V. Correct. Rikishi zero seven. Yep. So what did I name it? Hmm. Cloud. <laughs> No. Oh, so it's probably uh, uh, Rena then. Yep, it's Rena. It's Rena okay. from five. Yep. yep. Drac Quack. 
It is a ducky goose, but it's a dragon. Yes. That's just horrible. What did I name it? I don't know why I named it this one. This is a oh, very no. weird decision. Oh, no, Rago Motoki. So what do we mean? Pseudo dragon. <laughs> Funny. Yeah, uh, I'm going to probably give up since since it's since it's that unrelated. I named it Usopp. Oh, no. Oh, God, this is a liar. Yes. <laughs> the last normal one. Yep. Keep a tiger. Which is very much a saber tooth tiger. So I'm hoping you call the who's who. No. Oh, Kiba, by the way, means fang or tooth. Yes. I feel like I'm putting I'm just I'm putting so much out there. And <laughs> <laughs> there's so many characters in all of these series that even oh, yeah. with those those hints or that limit, it's still it's still difficult. Yeah, I know. Uh, that was what part of the point of this game is just court, yeah. sort of like have fun. Talk about yep. stuff that we can't talk about yet. <laughs> yep. Trying to th- think of who I'm going to associate with a tiger. Let me put it this way. It's a bad association, kind of. Oh, no. Bad association? It is a different cat that I should be associating this character with. Is it finally Lucci? It is Rob Lucci, yes. Yes, the leopard. Yes. Gotcha. Going over to the rare spirits. Oh, right. We're continuing. We have Meow Justy. It is a Meow Wow that is royal. It has the kingdom key sign on it. It looks like it has Mickey coloration and has a crown. Yeah, even looks as even looks as Mickey's pants. Matt, you have very briefly seen this character in Legend of Heroes. What did I name it? Oh, no. Very briefly, huh? Correct. He showed up in one of the doors in Sky Third. Oh, no. Gosh, a lot of those are really out there, aren't they? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I got nothing. Yeah, yeah, this one's... And he is a important political figure. Oh, uh, who you call him? Is it the guy who is the current leader of Erebonia? Chancellor Gilead Osborne. Yes, I named it Osborne. Okay, got it. That became a green goblin for some reason. Okay. <laughs> Pseudo Neku. Wait, why don't you take one of those lizard uh, snakes and make it look like Neku as much as possible? Yes. Neither of you will get this one. I named it Usus because Usus is one of the characters from Trails of Cold Steel. He is a lot like Neku and being a bit standoffish. Gotcha. Fruits cat. It is a fruit <laughs> cat. Yes. It is. It is a Neko cat that has fruit. Strawberry on the ears, apple on, on the collar and a cherry tail. Which yes. sounds really wrong to say. What did I name it? Hmm. I'm very sad that the cat calmed down. Because I thought yes. it would be very funny. If so it is meow, finally. Yes, it's meow, finally. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> the, the cat did, in fact, calm down. <laughs> Got it. Ursa Circus. Japanese name Kumada Dai Circus. It is a big bear that is also a clown. Kind of. Mm-hmm. It's more than a clown. It's the full circus. Mm. Yes. <laughs> Still thinking of Kuma again. Uh, you're on the right track. I named it Bartholomew. Excellent. Yeah, that, that guy can't catch a break. Cap cannon. What happens if you just set, well, you take one of those Hercules beetles and you just turn it into a walking artillery shell? Correct. Yes. Taiho Kabutu. Matt, what did I name it? Oh, uh, you named this one, uh, who you call her? The cinnamon roll. 
yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Partly because I named K.O. Kabuto Agate. Actually, I think I named K.O. Kabuto Agate because I named Cap Cannon Tita. Yes. <laughs> R&R Seal. Vacancy Seal. I guess it's a joke. I Something about there. I have to say, this one looks even more like the Kung Fu Dugan. It does. Mm, I did not yes. name it that. Mm. Uh, neither of you will get this one. Uh, I also don't know why I did this one. Um, there is a character in Cold Steel called Altina. I, I will leave it at that. She is very small, kind of cinnamon rollish in her own way, in a very different way. Got it. She rules and I love her. Mm-hmm. That's a new key. It is Chopper. a cat that is a... Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It, it literally, was, it has it the so Tanuki coloration and the leaf eyes forehead, but since it's, it's I'm it. like, I'm like, it's there's no other name I can possibly name this than Panda Nyan. <laughs> Who the hell put an elephant on a skateboard? It's beat. It's a beetle like. <laughs> mm. Explains why. It, so it has his. It has his freaking uh, bandana. Mm-hmm. Got it's got um gothy uh, spike wings coming out of it for its ears, and it's on yep. a freaking skateboard. Yep, it is another world ends with you reference in that it's mm. Takanojo Bito. Mm. Bito P, much like Nico P. I guess the OP means kind of ask like like. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I need. I mean, is there anywhere I should point to this? Um, that uh, how far exactly have you seen? You're like right up to before whole cake. Yeah. So you've seen Zo. Yeah, I've seen Zo. I I I so think both of you I, would be able to get this one. So mm. it's in Zo, but there's no, we already covered Zunisha. Yes. I don't think you call it Momo. No. Hmm. Mm, skateboard. Skateboard's unrelated. It's an elephant. <laughs> oh, you call it Jack. Yes. <laughs> I named we named the elephant Jack. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> You heard the, the drought. And the last one is one of the the penguins, except he's undressed and in a tub for some reason. And he lo- he's yes, doing the, 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 the Gerald tub uh, thing. Yes. You, you a Gary penguin is a Japanese for tub Gwyn ace. Mm-hmm. Matt, this character appeared in one of these side stories in uh, Sky the Third. What did I name it? Gosh. And so that's the only place I've seen it now. Yes. Hmm. Trying to think of characters that I don't know from anywhere else, but it's been a, a little bit. It has been a bit. Hmm. Yeah, okay. sorry. It worries I, me that when I search Sky the Third Bath, I'm actually finding scenes. I'm a little bit sad about that. Oh. No, it's not Bath. Okay. Yeah. Bath is well, <laughs> there is a Bath scene that's kind of like, what? Very persona sounds persona-esque for its bad choice oh. scenes. It's not quite as bad as that. Shall I just reveal it and we get Yeah, I'm gonna give up on it. Lecter. Oh, okay, yes, got it. Just because Lecter is a very casual guy who also appears to have more going on than it seems. Yes. Mm. We've made it to the end of the spirits. Holy shit, that yes. took us a long time. Then we have our unique spirit Riku, but we didn't get to rename him. <laughs> What would you have called him? What would I have called Riku? <laughs> um, so there's a list of pets that I think are coming from uh, from Union Cross. Well, um, yeah, we're not gonna we're not gonna talk about the pets at all. Uh, but yeah. I would have named if Riku was a dream eater. I could have named I would have named him Joshua. 
Uh-huh. <laughs> Different like, Joshua than the one we get in this one. <laughs> so it's like I feel I feel like you're mocking me with that name. Yes. Like, wow, Riku, that seems really insulting. (laughs) (laughs) All right. At the end of tabulating these scores, the final results are I had a total of 16 points that they did not get, four points that they had no chance of getting. Jared got a total of 18 correct points and 11 give-it-to-you points for a total of 29 points. And Matt got 14 correct answers and 3 give-it-to-you points for a total of 17 points. Therefore, both of them beat me. Yay! Next up on the list of completion things, we've talked about all the spirits right now. Let's... Put that on the back burner for a bit, because there's a reason why I want to talk about them. But first, let's get into the Keyblades. There are five optional Keyblades that you need for the Keyblade Trophy. And Trophy Completion is Journal Completion. This is not optional for me. Yay! The first Keyblade is the Dive Wing, which requires you to clear A rank in all dives. Clear time is the most important for that, and it was the easiest optional Keyblade to get. I'm not going to talk about it much more than that. We talked about the dives during the course of the season. The style is really weird. It kind of just flows between different color styles. Like it has yeah. blue, blue, fluted hair guard. It looks like a, almost a, a green eye on the hilt, a normal sword shape, and just like a yellow spiky Super Saiyan hair for a blade. Yep. There are two keyblades that are from the completion of special and secret portals. This is a world resweep several times over. It is not fun. Hmm. So the idea is, in each world, there are going to be portals that appear. And you go through those portals, and it will give you a bunch of battles to fight. The trick is, not all portals are present. Each world has six special portals that can appear, and only one is present at a time. Its presence depends on the forecast, and you need items from these portals to create the rarest spirits. That's annoying. I I tried for a second to do portals after one, just I'm done. Yeah, it is miserable. So I have in my notes... Riku finishes first, receiving the end of Pain Keyblade. Boy, that name is on the nose. Yeah, that's a little bit. Wow. I also have in my notes, Keyblade Tranny's Log, drop 90. We have been returning to Cairo's fleet for many cycles now. However, our destination is finally in sight. In two drops, we shall be free of this and will be able to move on to the next phase of our mission, maxing the affinity of all of these dream friends we have made and readying them for card tournaments. <laughs> so what were the Keyblades here? Uh, end of Pain is the one you get from the special portals. Ah, Oh, God, it's the gazing eye on an edge blade and an edgelord blade. Yep. Huh. Keyblade trainee's log drop 92. No, that means that it took me 92 drops to complete this part of completion. 92 mm. force drops. Wow. I hate it. Keyblade trainee's log drop 92. We have achieved our mission. Tangentially, trainee Sora achieved level 69 at the exact moment we cleared the special final special porter. Freddy Riku was quoted as saying, nice. Amusing. So, Oof. Secret portals are post-game. We'll talk about them a bit later. Uh, but it's time to level these fuckers, all these uh, spirits that I made with all these ingredients that I got from these portals. This is the reason why I didn't really do completion with this, because I really did not want to level these guys. Oh, yes. So first of all, I throw them all in water barrels to get every ability, and then I try to max out affinity. It is the most boring thing I've ever done in Kingdom Hearts and perhaps any game ever. The best way to max out affinity is to go into the balloon minigame and cancel out right away. It is the fastest way 
to get affinity on your monsters. Where? Why would you do this? <laughs> Over 200k money worth of balloons later, I achieved the Dream Pleaser Keyblade and feel dirty having done I think so. You, I think you got the name wrong. What is it? It looks like it's a Sweet Dreams. Dream Pleaser is a trophy. Oh. That's the name of the trophy. You're right. Sweet Dreams yeah. Keyblade. Thank you. It is, this one's a mess. It has like a, a ghost of Luke for the handle with his with his knife and fork goes through like a spinny swirly thing to a trophy with the with a decapitated head of a meow wow and the uh, dream eater <laughs> symbol as the blade sticking out of it. I guess if I, you just really like dream eater imagery. I have in my notes. This may be one of the worst things I've ever done in a video game. This one trophy has solidified so many of my views on game design. I would not advise anyone else do this. If you feel the urge to complete dream drive distance, by which I mean all trophies, I highly, highly advise against it. <laughs> I'm not sure I got that name right. Actually, they're saying that one's for completing a secret cop. The specific game design thing that I think that this game really needed is a metal slime. Yes. Yeah, metal slimes being a thing that gives you a big old burst of, in this case, it would be affinity or ability points when you kill them. I don't mind if they're rare. Just give me something to do other than throwing my monsters in a water barrel or throwing balloons at them and then stopping. Please, I beg of you. This is not fun. Mm. I hated this. Next up is Flick Rush. When I looked at Flick Rush, I didn't understand it. And Jared, I think you briefly looked at it too and were like, uh, what is this? I don't get it. Um, I, I just kind of heard a, a dial tone noise in my head. It's like, I'm done. Yep. So what is Flick Rush again? Flick Rush is a mini game that you can do in uh, Traverse Town where you take it, your monsters and you basically play real time uh, chain of memories to just like uh, win card tournaments is the idea. You're trying to Got beat. It. Not, it's basically speed war. You're trying to beat enemies uh, with higher value cards. And when I first looked at it, I didn't understand it. Then I looked at the cheese strat and made a deck with a particular strategy that ended up being pretty fun to play. This was fun. So here's how it works. The key strategy is you're trying to play defense to proc your strongest abilities, Mega Flare or Elixir. Um, Mega Flare hits the enemy team for a lot. Elixir restores your party's cards and HP. You make a deck that has two Mega Flare users and one Elixir user, and you will probably easily win. My team was Ryu Dragon, Katanuki, and Tubguin. So yeah, mm. and I have in my notes, holy shit, this gets better as it goes. There's a legitimately interesting difficulty curve once you figure out what the game really wants you to do for playing defense and offense. <laughs> it just had nothing to say here. I, I took yeah, a look no. and it's like, I don't feel like learning this. Yeah, well, Dream Drop Distance really gave me that feeling of, I don't feel like learning this. I, mean, I don't hate the story and the gameplay, but I don't want to dive that deep into this, these fr clearly frustrating elements. Mm. So, I will say, maybe there's a point to that. Maybe the game is just trying to say, don't get too deep into this. Don't go too far into the dream, Sora. Oh, no. <laughs> Theodore, is, Theodore is waiting. John, you played into, John, you played into his hands. I gotta wake up. Wow. And you're the reason we're level one again. Yes. Yep. There's a little bit more story that we'll talk about towards the end of this uh, pod, but after the credits roll, there's a few more things you have access to. There's the secret portals, which are boss rematches. Sora has six, Riku has five. It's nothing special, there's just rematches. In my notes, I comment that I either got good at this game or just had a really strong deck because I don't think any one of them gave me any trouble. I think it probably was Balloon.deck that did it. Balloon does really <laughs> good. Yeah, winning the secret portals gets you the Unbound Keyblade. I don't even know how to describe this one. It seems to be really built onto the imagery of, of dive, of drops and dives. Mm-hmm. Like it has a reality shift crosshair hilt. It's like its blade has mm -hmm. it, its coloration is drop is based on the drop meter. Interesting. I mean, you think about it, it's got the green and the and the orange and yeah, just it's weird. 
Finally, there's the strongest optional boss, really the only optional boss in this game, Julius. In order to find him, we go to the Fountain Plaza of Traverse Town to find a Disney deep cut. It's Frank and Pete. Yeah, so there was, in 1995, there was a short called Runaway Brain. It was actually attached to a few movies, like A Kid in King Arthur's Court, which, yes, I have seen. It was also attached to a Goofy movie, right? Internationally, an Australian version of Toy Story 2. It's actually a short that Disney decided they didn't like and kind of squished it away because... It's a messed up story where Mickey's a a sit around at home gaming slacker and Minnie wants him to take her out for their anniversary. He actually promises way too much. And then an evil monkey played by Kelsey Grammer switches his brain with a giant Pete Frankenstein. And we have this evil feral Mickey Mouse. It's just as like they actually got uncomfortable with this evil Mickey Mouse and the scene where the scientist disintegrated. He's just bones. <laughs> wow. Yeah. <laughs> It's just like it's just this really weird thing. It involves Mickey, a giant body and feral, feral Julius Mickey trying to get Minnie because he's attracted to her photo. And then a really weird fight at the end after they switch back and they enslave him to the swim to Hawaii. Sometimes cartoons are weird. Yes, Uh, I have in my notes. So uh, I one shot him as Sora. He's. He's pretty relentless, yeah, but a good balance of cures and attack spells, pretty much balloon spells, makes him not that bad. I watched some videos of this. He he, he seems to be like just a, a huge brawler. He doesn't have a lot of long yeah. range, but he jumps. He has huge reach, and he just closes the distance and just smashes you down. But I also yeah. noticed, yes, they tend to just smash balloons into his face. Yep. Uh, I one-shot him with Riku as well, but I decided to go on without the pure balloon cheese deck, and I got to see a bit more of what he has up his sleeves. Um, he loves status effects. He can disable commands in your deck, but... Like, I got to say, like, he's probably the easiest optional boss in the entire series. Mm-hmm. I just like I just like he's a giant green colored Pete with bolts to get out of his head and, and completely different um, proportions. It's just very strange. Unlike, does he just retreat yeah. back into the sewer like in the so-called plot? Yep. Unlike in a lot of Kingdom Hearts games, this guy is not secretly the main threat behind the next game. Right. <laughs> That'd be very weird. I want to talk to you about my boss Julius. He is he is the one behind the thirteen darkness. He just keeps roaring though, so I'm in charge for him. <laughs> I, I can't think I do a good Xehanort, but I was at least hoping it was clear that's what I was aiming for. Yes. <laughs> that's fine. So anyway. We get the ultimate weapon. We got the ultimate weapon, which gives us the final keyblade for the keyblade trophy. Excellent. Fucking hell. <laughs> All right, it's time to go over the finale of the story and the credits. So, yeah, so we're, we're heading back to Yensid's tower. We kind of have everyone gathered, though Sora is unconscious in front of everyone else. Yep. Seven lights, 13 darknesses. Master Xehanort has been busy. Oh, Sora, don't tell me your heart's sleeping too. No, Mickey, this affliction is not the same. Can we do anything for him? In your Mark of Mastery exam, you were to unlock seven sleeping keyholes. By doing so, you would awaken those worlds from their prison of slumber, and also acquire the power to free a heart from its sleep. Riku, you unlock those keyholes within Sora's dreams. Therefore, it stands to reason, you now have the power to awaken Sora's heart. You want him to dive back into Sora's sleep? But Master, Sora's heart is down at the darkest abyss. If Riku's not careful, he might just get trapped down in there with him. No! I'll go instead. And perhaps you may even succeed, Mickey. But there is no denying Riku stands the better chance, having dived into Sora's heart as long as he has to. 
Mickey, I really appreciate it, but I'll go wake Sora up. Riku. <sighs> Look at his face. Sleeping like nothing's wrong. There's nothing even to worry about. He's always been like that. The three of us would agree to work on the raft, and then this guy would go and take a nap on the beach. You see, it's my job to keep him on his toes. Besides, what kind of Keyboy Master sleeps through his tests? I'm doing it for me, too. Sora saved me once. And I heard him call my name. He needs me. Something real strong that binds us to each other. Even in the darkness, you can reach him. All you gotta do is follow that connection. Gee, we're all connected to Sora. You said it. <laughs> and if the darkness gets you, I'll promise to bail you out. Dark Rescue is my middle name. Guys, thank you. Sora and I will be back soon. <laughs> and so the final dive begins. Lee, stop. Stop trying to make your name cool. Stop trying to get people. <laughs> you, you got this whole list of nicknames you want people to call you and you can't demand it. Yes. And he always wants you to have it memorized. Always. <laughs> I'm just laughing at the entire problem was that Sora just kept bullying through because he thought that that was the right thing to do mm -hmm. but in, instead it turned out to be the exact wrong thing which is kind of oh, yeah. a funny reversal from how you know most of these kind of games with with hero stories kind of end up working out oh yeah like Sora is the kind of person who would just like keep diving deeper and deeper to uh, do what he needs to do though yeah exactly yeah Exactly like Bragg said, thank you, Soros Hard, for always calling right where we need it. Yep. yep. So the final dive begins. We gotta tag 30 Soras while Antiforms try to stop us as we fall through the memories of Sora's journey. It is kinda weird, kind of trippy. Yeah, well, Sora already had this part of the dream, so we just gotta yeah. get through it. Yeah. <laughs> At the bottom, Riku ends up in an inky black void, and we have a fight with the nightmare form of Ventus's armor. Just dyed black fighting just straight on. Yep. And I said, it's, I don't recall anything particular about this fight. I think it's just a smash fest. I, I think I had an easy time because I had Balloonga.get uh, at mm. this point. Like, um, I had already broken the game well over my knee at this point. So <laughs> even playing normally, I didn't find it that tough. It was kind of more of a brawl. Yeah, it's just a story mode battle that yeah. isn't like here to challenge you. Not in the way that like the main trick was. he has is that he has the shadows move of sliding into the ground and coming back up. Yeah. yeah. And he has, and there, and there is some sort of like, and then I know at the end he uses like you fight a dual link against a shot lock, so it's kind of cool. Yeah, mm. like the nightmare clash. Mm -hmm. I think it's Sora's smoother than the Venus Benitas clash, but it's not so memorable. Mm -hmm. uh, Sora's form is revealed under the armor and then falls right back into darkness. No, get. He's like, no, get back here! I just found you. <laughs> yep. yep. The kingdom key appears by Riku's side, which he uses to reveal a sleeping keyhole on Sora's heart that he unlocks. I think he's like he's like just practically sniping Sora as he as he falls away from him. Yeah, he's just like I just gotta keep following, gotta f get down here, and we end up on the Destiny Islands. Remember how at the very first game we had this weird moment where all these characters were asking us questions. Mm -hmm. This time it shows up as a rather than pick your own experience. This is a answer these questions right to see the secret ending. Yeah, and it's Roxas uh, grilling Riku. Yep. Yep. Roxas asks what he what we're afraid of. A. Getting trapped in the darkness. B. Causing someone to be hurt. C. Losing something that's important. The correct choice, because there is a correct choice this time, 
is C, losing something that's important. Because we're role-playing Riku right now, rather than choosing Sora's journey, I think is the point. This is just kind of weird. I, I, we're going to continue to go through the rest of it. This just seems like a very strange uh, thing to have changed here. Yeah, it's a mm. it's a weird password, too. Uh, but anyway, uh, Roxas fades away, and we step forward to find Ventus, who asks, If why can't I hold all these hearts? <laughs> <laughs> what is the one thing you care about more than anything else? A, the hearts connected by light. B, my close friends. C, the strength to protect others. The correct choice is B, my close friends. That's probably in character for Sora, too. And for but for Riku in particular, while he definitely doesn't like he doesn't hate the high minded ideals, he very much holds close to him like his direct importances. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ventus fades away and Riku sees Sora on the brooding island. But as he approaches, Sora turns into Shion. And Riku just has no questions. I mean, there's not really much dialogue. It's just such a weird little event. Yep. Oh, yeah. What do you wish? A, to protect my friends. B, to recover something important. C, to heal the pain from the past. The correct choice here is also B. And with all the correct choices, white light fills the screen. And with two to one, John wins with getting to say most right answers. Matt got skunked. Oh, no, I'm sorry. (laughs) It's fine. (laughs) So Riku goes back to the beach with a message bottle washing his show. Oh, shit, this is going to suck. I'm sorry, Matt. No, no, (laughs) this one's me. I know. That's why I'm apologizing. Do you want me to take over for Ransom the Wise? Do you feel you want to try to? I think this one, it's a little too ridiculous for me. Yeah, I'll do it. I'll I'll do do it. it. Yeah. What's this? You were not the visitor I expected. Diz, I mean, Ansem the Wise, what are you doing here? Perhaps I wanted to atone for events of the past. Even if no apology can undo the harm I have wrought, I felt... But I had to leave at least something behind. So I digitized myself in my research and hid them within Sora. So this is data? Yes, a clue, I hope, to finding yourselves or your lost friends in your hour of need. Your heart has always been quick to grow. Each exposure to light, to the natural world, to other people, shapes this most malleable part inside us. Nobodies are not different from us in that matter. Sora was the only one able to return to his human form without destroying his nobody. That is a statement to the love in his heart for other people and the bonds that tie them together. Perhaps he has the power to bring back the hearts and existences of those connected to him, to recreate people we thought lost to us forever. Our most precious treasures, even an empty puppet, the trees of the forest and the petals on the wind. There are hearts around us everywhere we look, and it does not take superhuman powers to see them. Surely we remember as children the way our hearts made everything seem so shiny and perfect. Sora has a heart like that, Uncorrupted, willing to see the good before the bad. When he sees the heart in something, it then becomes real. When a connection seems broken, he may have the power to mend it. He has touched countless hearts, he has accepted them, and he has saved them. And some of those hearts have never left him. Whether they fell into darkness or were trapped there, whether they sleep in the darkness of Sora's heart or are welcomed into its warmth, they can be saved. All Sora needs to do is be himself and follow wherever it is that his heart takes him is the best and the only way the rest is in there. All right. Thanks. Thank you. Of course. Now, why is it that you are here? Uh, I kind of need to wake Sora up. Don't tell me he's gone to sleep again. Yeah. What do I do with him? What indeed? 
<laughs> Never fear. Sora is safe. Uh. He's not here. You see, by defeating the nightmare imprisoning Sora, you freed him. You mean the Sora wrapped in that black phantom? Then you came here, and you were questioned by three young people. That was the final key to awaken him. Sora's awake. You can go home now. Really? Thank you. He, he summons a keyhole across the water with his keyblade. He floats away to it. <laughs> Young man, I do not believe you ever told me your name. <laughs> it's Riku. I just... I it's this image. It's, it's a good scene, but I do just imagine Riku's like, okay, he's talking, he's talking. This isn't uninteresting, but this isn't what I need. Get to the fucking point, old man. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... <laughs> Answer is filibustering about how Sora is the one that can save us all because he just has the really good heart. The yep. world is shiny and perfect. Hearts are everywhere, man. He's yep. kind of a little stoned inside Sora's heart. <laughs> <laughs> just a stoned old data disc uh, up in Sora's heart. Yep. Enrico is probably the one who knew it best other than Mickey. So it's kind of funny how he just kind of he's not rude, but he almost seems like he's just kind of eyeing him the whole time. I'd swear. Mm hmm. I know it's a little bit projection. I'm not going to pretend against that, but... <laughs> Back in Yensa's tower, Riku wakes up. And I, I need to stress this. This scene is hilarious. It makes no sense. It's absurd. It's absurd. It's really absurd. Sora, what is your deal? Yeah. Sora is having a fucking tea party with Donald and Goofy wearing fucking Groucho Marx glasses and a hat. And what the actual fuck, Sora? Yeah, I mean, Riku wakes up to that. Like, Mickey was standing over him. And they're just all in front of cakes. Yeah. And they're talking about you like, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, what is going on? Why are you doing this? Is the dream <laughs> still going on? Are we still asleep? Sora, did, when you were in that coma, did you feel your brain getting damaged? <laughs> I could not do a Dr. Nick from Simpsons, but you almost wonder. Anyway, let's do the scene too. Riku! As, as Riku says up, Sora! Hey, Donald, come on, you're hogging it all. Ah, uh, calm down, Sora, and drink your tea. Gorsh, it sure is yummy. Hey. Who's again, fucking glasses and mustache. Riku, you're safe. Riku. He jumps at Riku. <laughs> Wait, haven't we got this backwards? Why are you having a tea party? You're safe, Riku. Uh, never mind. You okay? Feeling all right? Yeah, I've never been better. I was watching what was going on in my dream, and I could hear your voice the whole time. Thanks, Riku. Thanks, everybody. Oh, yeah. Did we pass the test? You performed truly admirably, both of you. I like the two of them scrambling to their feet, knocking over a table, trying to be like, now we're standing at attention for you, Teach. Yep. yep. More than anything, I'm grateful to have you both back from Xehanort's deception unharmed. And I am grateful to Lee whose spontaneous actions turned the tides. I'm also deeply sorry for failing to perceive the danger and throwing you headlong into a perilous test. This experience has revealed many hidden truths, and we must gird ourselves for the great clash with darkness that lies before us. I believe we need a new Keyblade Master, one with a new kind of power. Sora, Edriku, you both deserve the honor. However... One of you braved the realm of sleep again to unlock the final keyhole and save a friend. Riku, I name you our new, true Keyblade Master. Way to go, Riku! Y yeah? 
I knew we were going to pass with flying colors. This is just so awesome. Gee, Sora, you're kind of acting like it's you that passed. Whack, I told you Sora still needed some practice. Hey. Really? I'm a Keyblade Master? Congratulations, Riku. <laughs> Thank you, Mickey. I owe it to my friends. I'll catch up with you in no time flat. What? You want to be a Keyblade Master? Yeah. I mean, I came here to learn how to wield one. You? Hey, thanks for the vote of confidence. You know, I was going to come swooping in Keyblade in hand, but I just couldn't get mine to materialize. Must be in a snap of the wrist or something. As he holds out his hand, a fire a fire themed Keyblade flashes right into his hand with a surprise. Whoa! Oh. Let's take a moment real quick to, like, break down that scene. I, I would like to do so, break it down, but I want to start with some cynicism. It's a good thing Sora and Riku are good friends, because I argue Yen Sid is almost, I swear he's trying to put them against each other, saying, well, you're the only one who did the right thing. Like, that's kind of shitty. I mean, <laughs> um, I mean, he's saying they both did the right thing, but Riku went that extra mile, and that's what made him show the market mastery. And I think well, that's what's important to point out here, is that uh, it's meant to be a parallel between uh, Sora and Riku and Terra and Aqua back in Birth by Sleep, where yeah. uh, Terra's jealousy of Aqua uh, sort of, like, caught a hold of him. He was trying to be excited for Aqua, but he couldn't. And that was yeah. one of the things that sort of like uh, led to it. I, 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 I agree. I agree with that. I'm just kind of mocking that Yensen could easily have caused that again. Yep. Because it's like, I don't I don't learn shit. Yeah, I was just noting myself that sort of thing that I think it's kind of amusing that Riku is the one who became the master. But Sora just genuinely doesn't have a problem with that. That's why it has to be Sora. That's why yeah. Sora has to be our our hero, because even though he's not the destined wielder of the Keyblade, even though like he is canonically not as powerful as the party, even though I would say gameplay wise, he's definitely the strongest one here. That's why he is the uh, character that is actually the one who has to who is the protagonist, because th his heart is what allows him to do that, to be able to just be happy for his friend without, without any jealousy at all, to see the good in people. As Anson the Wise was also saying earlier, my my you know, thought is just Yensu was just like, hey, Sora, you almost got norted because you just followed them in there without thinking about the consequences. So Riku's the Keyblade Master here. I'm sorry I failed to perceive the danger, but other than that, it's not my fault. Yes. <laughs> I have tenure. <laughs> I've been singing yes. with that. Yensu definitely has tenure as the Walt Disney self-insert. Mm -hmm. he, he can't do anything wrong. So Sora decides he has something to take care of and will be back soon. He opens a keyhole at the mysterious tower as Sanctuary kicks in and credits roll. So for the credits, I have in my notes. Fuck yes, DDD is so good apart from completion. But we got to make completion just a little bit more miserable, so. Oh, boy. So during <laughs> the credits, there's this weird dive section where you have to fly through yellow letters to spell out secret message unlocked. Secret message unlockled. Whoops, I spelled it wrong. Uh I have in my notes. Don't forget to drink your Ovaltine. Let's be sure to. Oh, be sure to drink your Ovaltine. Whatever. I don't even like that movie. <laughs> I only know it as a play. So I managed to miss by one of the first ones, and I was still stubbornly trying to go through. Now, I was playing a remote, so my brother sees up on a TV. I room. he's watching it. I just hear him start laughing when he sees just I missed by one letter. <laughs> nice. Yeah, because I'm a total loser for completion, I went over this multiple times to get the secret message. Here are my notes for that. It sucks that you can't just replay this one part. Really, some of the people on the staff responsible for completion just seem to hate players who want to go for completion if they keep doing bullshit of not testing it. Anyway, I finally get the message after a few hours of trying. 
Which is only actually like four to five tries since it takes 15 fucking minutes to get through the whole credits. <laughs> it's awful. And all you get for doing this is the secret message, which reads, the past will be reawakened. As a new number. In never before seen detail. Prepare yourself for the awakening. Of the next number. In other words, see you in Kingdom Hearts 3, dipshit. This took us three minutes to make. How long did it take you to complete? We don't care. I was actually pissed about this. <laughs> it's it's so bad. What? Not a cool movie. Not Well, we do get a cool movie in a bit, but. Uh, and then there's this weird thing going on with like letters appearing over the. Uh, oh, yeah. What is that? What is that letter? That? What does that letter actually spell out? I forget. I mean, I'd have to actually watch it through. It's like it starts with like this. I don't know. The story will continue, will end in Kingdom Hearts 3 or something like that. Mm. Uh, let's look it up real quick. This leads to Kingdom Hearts 3. <laughs> yes. Which, my God, there's just so much of this like we're advertising for you. I want to unpack a little bit because, like, even though I love Dream Drop Distance, there I do kind of understand why some people might have been kind of disappointed going into Kingdom Hearts three because it took them six years to go from uh, Kingdom Hearts Dream Drop Distance to Kingdom Hearts three. Yeah, Kingdom Hearts three is basically one big point at the WrestleMania sign for Kingdom Hearts three. Oh, boy. <laughs> we're going with that joke. We're starting it now. Mm. <laughs> the whole climax for this game has just been. Well, we can't do the climax now. This is a side game. Gotta wait for Kingdom Hearts 3. And just inexplicably, we're gonna get a bunch of, we're getting some more scenes. Yep. Uh, first, Sora wakes up in Traverse Town, looks around and wonders where they are. Then a Dream Eater makes a friend, and Sora's amazing Technicolor dream friends come out to play. Which is a bit spooky. They just make a big cuddle puddle on him. Are we sure they're not oh, yeah. eating him? Oh, and like, uh, what is it? The water barrel theme is playing here too? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm like... <laughs> That song is drilling my fucking brain after all that spirit grinding. I'm just laughing at the whole the whole thing that he says he has to go take care of something. and He's just going to hang out with his dream friends. Yeah, he like like honestly, I think he just like popped a few gummies and then fell asleep and to go hang out with the dream eaters. (laughs) (laughs) Meanwhile, at Castle Oblivion, Ventus sleeps in the chamber of waking and a smile crosses his face. (laughs) Meow wow. It's just so yeah, Sora decided to get so stoned that he fell back asleep. He's hanging out. He's hanging out with the animal parade. Yep. I don't even know what you call that. And then we finally have the secret scene in our chronicle called Another Guardian of Light. The darkness awakens. On Destiny Islands at sunset, a young man looks out into the sea. This world is just too small. The light in the darkness. A young woman stands alone on a dark beach, gazing at the water. Leads to the last key. Donald and Goofy hanging out at the mysterious tower front steps. Sora's late. Do you think he's okay? Quack. Gorsh. Lee sure hurried back to Radiant Garden, and now Master Yin Sid's sending Riku away on some mysterious errand. You think we'll ever get to do something important? Quack. Oh, welcome back, Riku. Hey, wait. Inside, Yen Sid speaks with Mickey. The Keyblade Wars of Yore plunged the true Kingdom Hearts in the darkness, and the Keyblade was shattered. But the light still shining in the hearts of children rebuilt the world that we know today. 
and the light from the broken keyblade was then divided into seven to protect the number of pure hearts in the world. Seven pure lights! They're the princesses of heart! Indeed. Those seven pure hearts form the very source of all light in the world. If they are lost, the world will again give way to shadow. Thus, even if we deliberately avoid finding our seven lights to avert another Keyblade War, Xehanort will still target the seven princesses in order to forge the Keyblade. So, there's going to be a clash between seven lights and thirteen darknesses, and there's nothing we can do to avoid triggering the Keyblade War? To protect the seven pure hearts, we will need seven lights strong enough to stand against thirteen darknesses. So we're missing one guardian of light. The door opens and Riku enters. Riku, you're back! That's right. Master Yen Sid, I brought you the guest you asked for, but you never said why. Huh? Wow! I have come to learn that you, too, can wield the Keyblade. I am glad you are here. The camera pans around and we see that it is Kyrie. Reconnect. Kingdom Hearts. And that is proverbial that for Dream Drop Distance. Any final thoughts on the game? Probably. <laughs> oh, gosh. Well, I just personally really enjoyed the how weird this game is, because mm-hmm. basically the entire plot, I think, does a good job of remaining followable, but it does rely on a lot of dream logic as well, which so I like yeah. the surrealness of it. Comparing to Birth by Sleep, the things that you have to do for completion of this game are far worse, but you only have to do it once, so I don't know if I prefer this over Birth by Sleep still. <laughs> it's tough to decide. Both of their completions are bad. Don't do them. By this point, I, I feel like while the, when the contributions to the Myth Arc were excellent, I've kind of voiced repeatedly how it's, it's separate concepts, especially the split dream narrative were used very clumsily and half-heartedly, so that mm-hmm. kind of felt like a waste to me. Okay. Yeah, I, I kind of agree with that. It, the, yeah. the split dream concept was not done as well as it could have been. It, it might have just been like scope of the game. They didn't want to get too big. Yeah, but then you got stuff like Joshua and the Spellican and just. Yeah. I understand that the uh, world end with you guys were there entirely because Nomura just missed them, I assume. But yeah, he wanted to try and get people to care about them to make a world ends with you sequel. And I wouldn't mind if he did. Just kind of just felt like it was all very blank and weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but, said, but the myth arc, I think, works. I'm sure this one really gets pointed to when people say the story gets confusing. Oh, yeah. Rules this of time lot. travel in particular are tricky. Yeah. Um, I, don't, like, I don't think it's really necessary to try to really pin down all of the specific rules for time travel. I think people just like have this knee jerk reaction to time travel stories. It's just like, oh, man, it overcomplicates things so much. I don't think Kingdom Hearts time travel rules are all that complex. Though they are introduced in a way that is, hey, this is our system for time travel. Here's the villain that's exploiting the shit out of it. Yeah, overall, I think all you really have to know about Kingdom Hearts time travel is that more or less Xehanort can do whatever the hell he wants with time travel. Correct. That's really it is he's like hacking the time stream to do whatever he wants. Yeah, because because it's just like the the beginning state of of the story is our hero's representative Yen Sid doesn't realize that Xehanort is capable of doing time travel plots because he doesn't realize that according to his knowledge, you need this particular precondition in order to do time travel. Well, it turns out that Xehanort actually has that particular pre precondition no. 
for pretty much anywhere he wants to go in time. That being said, think back to the very end of Coded. I know we didn't actually do it. We just had our data us do it. But I just remembered something from way back when I did it. Yetsid knows that Xehanort is going to be a lot more Xehanorts. He talked about how the re-completion of Xehanort just made the old Xehanort come back. So, and he says, we might have to deal with a lot more of them. So maybe he does know that Xehanort's going to do this. Yetsid, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> maybe he doesn't realize just how how far it goes. Yeah, that's Because the rabbit easy. hole goes pretty deep here. Also, I kind of think the interesting thing here is that I do like the confusion between reality and dreams because Sora has that confusion basically the entire game. Yeah. That dreams and reality are not particularly distinct to him because he has been primed to think that this is a dream, but in but he's actually been in a reality of the Xehanort's creation the entire time. I think we've probably exhausted as much as we can discuss this, and this episode's been pretty long. Uh, yeah. Thank you for sticking with us, audience, especially for humoring me on my weird idea. <laughs> this is a weird idea, but it was I, fun to do. Yeah. Well, now we've come to the end of another one of the longer games. It's time to hit mini log again. Yeah. Next week, we're going for a real deep cut. If you thought CrossCode was out of the mainstream, just wait for our discussion on this cult classic manga, Lucifer and the Biscuit Hammer. That's right. You're reading assignment as a manga next week, folks, not the anime. Don't watch the anime. Yeah. Understanding. Yeah. You could be, <laughs> it's a don't watch the anime. And when we finally get there, don't watch Yumi Neko's anime. We're here. Yes. Eyes. Yeah. Yeah. Don't. <laughs> I don't know um, how many times we have to say don't watch the anime. That sucks. It sucks. But it's hard for every anime to get a very good production like Boshi the Rock. Yes, that's the example I'm going with. Boshi the Rock. <laughs> I think that's all we're going to do today. So yeah. until next time, I'm Matt. I'm John. I'm Jared. And remember, a good story is best enjoyed with friends. Thank you for listening to Backlog Dialogues. If you're enjoying our deep dives and discussions, be sure to leave a five-star review on the podcatcher of your choice. If you're really enjoying our deep dives and discussions, you can support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash backlogdialogues. If you'd like to hear more episodes, you can find our archives at backlogdialogues.com. Special thanks to Eli for our theme song. Kingdom Hearts and all associated trademarks are the property of Disney and Square Enix. Please support the official release. Now. Oh no, did Kirby finally eat him? <laughs> what? Oh god. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, okay, now I'm going to have to say uh, that would have been a perfect anecdote to keep, but the only part that got recorded was you saying did Kirby finally eat him? So I'm just going to say it again. <laughs> well, that's we a... Here we are, the final episode of DDD. Oh no, Kirby finally ate him, the monster. Sorry about that. I'm back. I needed a moment to uh, get, to take care of the cat. Totally no. You've been pitching that all night. Come on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, cat's been pitching this all night. Yeah, I'm sorry about that. <laughs> no, it's fine. It'll make a lot of interesting anecdotes to keep. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> oh, yeah! <laughs> yeah. That uh, was I, just fit. Yeah, I'm yeah. not gonna.
I, they pe- just peep pop. Just peep pop said, "Whoa!" 